Hey, you guys, welcome back to a brand new podcast episode. Okay, so I had to do it. I had to talk about it because honestly, I'm not going to lie. I saw a YouTube video about this movie um, and I was like, you know what? I grew up with this film. I loved this as a teenager. I've only seen it like the one time though, but I actually bought this movie and I watched someone's review of it and I cackled the whole way through. And you know what? I even left like a comment on the video because yeah, like I'm that person. So anyway, so I'm going to talk about tonight. Are you guys ready to go back to like 2004, 2005 with me? Are you ready to do this? Because we are going back to like eh, 2004, 2005 to talk about maybe, maybe it was 2000. Yeah, it was 2005. I think around that time, whatever. To talk about Miss Hilary Duff in her movie, Raise Your Voice. That's right. Hilary Duff in Raise Your Voice. You guys, okay, so back in the day, me and Hilary Duff, we had beef. She didn't know about it, but we did. We had real beef. We had like beef, like like 100% Angus beef. We had beef. Um, Why? Because back in like 2002, 2003, Aaron Carter was doing the most. Aaron Carter was doing the most and like he was doing a lot. And when I mean a lot, I mean like... He was messing around with my girl, Lindsay Lohan, and Hillary Duff. Now, let's go all the way back, okay? Because we need to address this feud between me and Hillary before we go any further. So, back in the day, day, um, Hillary Duff starred in this movie called Casper Meets Wendy. And it was cute. I loved it. It was a really cute film for her. You know, it was cute. It, it was. It was better than the... It was like the third Casper movie and the sequel... We're not even going to talk about the sequel, like the second movie, Casper Spirited Beginning. That's like a prequel, but a sequel. We're not going to talk about that trash. We're just not. I feel so bad for the young actor that was in that movie with them because it was just bad. But they had Casper and Wendy, and I thought it was so cute. I was like, this is such a cute movie. I love it, blah, blah, blah. So then Hilary Duff goes away, right? She goes away for a second, and then all of a sudden, there's a show called Lucy McGuire. And I was like, Lucy McGuire? Ooh, I love it. So I was a huge Disney Channel kid. I watched that show you guys it was like it was bad it was an addiction for me when Lizzie McGuire first came out it was like a serious addiction loved 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 that show um her Miranda Gordo Kate um uh Larry Tudgman freaking uh what's his name Ethan Craft like I loved those characters loved those characters so I was like oh my god I, I like Hilary Duff she's cute whatever and I like some of her music did it up and then there was my girl, Lindsay Lohan. Okay, so Lindsay and I go further back, okay? We're talking about Parent Trap. We're talking Life Size. We're talking Disney Channel's Get a Clue. We're talking Freaky Friday. So I loved me some Lindsay Lohan. She was my, like, number one girl, okay? She just was. She was She was my, she was my, like, her and Raven were, like, my Disney queens. And, well, and at the time, Kristen Storms from Xenon because, hello, it's Kristen Storms from Xenon. So anyway, then Hillary Duff does Kid at Kelly and she's blowing up, whatever the case, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, there's this huge feud between my girl, Lindsay Lohan, and Hilary Duff. And I'm thinking, who's, why? Like, what, what is this? Like, who, like, Hilary Duff, can she, can she fight? Does she have fight game? Why? Why, why is Lizzie McGuire come for anybody? Like, what the heck? Like, so I looked into it. And of course, sure enough, Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter was the reason. And apparently, Aaron Carter was, like, two-timing between Hillary and Lindsay. And I just would not sit or stand for it. I was like, oh, no. But it sounded like Hillary was, like, hella petty about it at the time. I don't know if Lindsay was being messy. I truly don't know if Lindsay was being messy as well. But it sounds like Hillary was being messy because they went into, like, this photo shoot. It's, like, I think it was, like, Seventeen Magazine. It was, like, this iconic, now iconic photo shoot. I think it's iconic because it's like that is like early 2000s like teen queen royalty there was like Amanda Bynes was there Raven was there the Olsen twins were there I'd never checked for them but they were there um also shout out to Raven I think Raven was like the only black girl on that cover shout out to you queen look at you look at you look at you um Hillary Duff was there Lindsay Lohan was there I think Mandy Moore was there for whatever reason girl whatever I like me I do like Mandy Moore but I was like aren't you like Mandy Moore was the only one that was like in between two worlds because Mandy Moore was in between like the Jessica Simpson Mandy Moore or hello Jessica Simpson Christina Aguilera Britney Spears world but then she was also in this world she was doing a lot so you had all these girls in there that were like popping girls like girls I loved right in this photo together that is comfortably iconic and of course Hillary Duff is like the one in the middle whatever I think Lindsay's like off to one of the sides but we love Lindsay we love her um because that was like I think before Mean Girls like she hadn't like popped off popped off yet like you know she was getting there but she hadn't done it yet and I guess Hillary Duff brought him to the photo shoot and from what I understand words were exchanged people were being petty and I also heard that Lindsay Lohan was invited by Ashton Kutcher to the Cheaper by the Dozen premiere this is back in like 2003 keep up so she was invited to the premiere 
And it sounded like to me, from what I read, Hillary Duff tried to get her escorted out of the premiere. She was not having Lindsay Lohan there, but Lindsay Lohan stayed, and I guess it was an issue. So, and, and I remember like interviews where like Lindsay Lohan would be like, I love Hillary. I don't know why she's all up against me. I don't know why she don't like me, whatever. So it sounded kind of one-sided. It sounded like Hillary Duff was just not for Lindsay Lohan. And that created this big like Lindsay versus Hillary rival, which was all over the tabloids. It was all over the magazines that these two girls were against each other. And I'm thinking to myself, even back then, like little teenage me was like, um, Hillary, why is Lindsay the problem? Shouldn't Aaron Carter, your man, be the issue? Shouldn't he be the problem since he wants to two-time people? Like, shouldn't that be the issue we're talking about today, girl? Like, ugh. even back then, I, I mean, I'm not even a girl, but I understood, girl, I understood like, you know, girl code. Like, you don't go, don't go for the girl, go for the man. If he's the one that's the problem, okay, he's the negative integer, in, integer in this, Hillary. Like, what's going on? So I was team Lindsay. I felt like she was a little bit petty. Like, well, Lindsay, Lindsay, I felt, no, Lindsay, I felt was messy. Hillary, I felt was petty, but I could have been wrong. I don't know. I really don't know. But anyway, so anyway, so this movie comes out, uh, raise your voice. And again, I'm like, I am not team Hillary Duff by this point. I've chosen my side. So I was like, I'm not even going to rock with Hillary Duff, but, but you guys, I had her album. I had that, that, that meta, that metamorph words. Hello tonight. That Metamorphosis album, I had that. Let me tell you, I did. There weren't many bops on it, but I had it. Like, so yesterday was my jam. I did not want to admit to myself that I like a Hillary Duff song. Because at, at that point, I could not stand her. She came for Lindsay. Are you kidding me? Girl, if Lindsay, if Lindsay made that phone call, <laughs> all Lindsay had to do was give me a phone call. Like, Lindsay, let's go. We're going to be messy together. Let's go. Like, we would have, I mean, obviously, I'm not putting my hands on no girl. But, like, still, I'd be like, let's go. Let's be messy. I'd be messy. I would be messy. Okay, I'd be burning her CDs. I'd be buying them and, like, burning them like, in front of her. Like, yo, shit, it's so yes like, no, I'm kidding, but I really would have liked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lindsay, you should have called me. You should have called me because we would have gone to Aaron's house and her house and Good Charlotte's house. We would have been messy because Good Charlotte was being messy too messy. But anyway, um, anyways, so yeah, she came out with this movie called Raise Your Voice, and I, at the time that I saw it, I liked it because I, like I said, I was like, I was asleep on Hillary Duff movies. I didn't like them. Like, I really didn't rock for two, but she brother doesn't. It's cute. But I didn't really rock with it because I didn't like her. I didn't really walk, rock with the Cinderella story. Um, I like Lizzie McGuire movie, but it, it's mess. And that's what it is. It's just mess. So I was like on the team of like, Hillary Depp really ain't that girl. Like everybody likes her, but she ain't that girl. And then I saw Raise Your Voice. I was like, oh, this is cute. Like it's not my favorite like movie ever, but it's my favorite from her. It was more serious than the other films that she had done before. And I noticed a lot of people in the movie. So let's talk about the movie. So... This movie stars Hillary Duff as a girl named Terry, and she's basically going, like, her brother's graduating high school. Her brother's played by, played by Jason Ritter, who is John Ritter's son. Uh, you know him from the show, I think, Gravity Falls. I think he voices uh, Dipper on that show. There's a lot of Disney Channel kids I'm about to throw it to, so get ready. Um, and then we meet, so we meet Hillary Duff's character. Her name is Terry. She's got a best friend. Not sure what her name is. She's not important, but she's actually one of the mean girls from the show Lucy McGuire. She wasn't Kate, but she was the other girl that was always with Kate. I think her name's Ashley or something. Don't know her name, but she was there. She's in that movie. She plays Hillary's best friend in this movie for the first couple of minutes, and then she gone. And then we have a guy named Matt who's in Hillary's class, and he's kind of like, well, it's Terry's class, and he's kind of like obsessed with her, sort of kind of weird. Um, and he's actually um, Tom from the show Even Stevens. So right off the bat, we're getting a whole bunch of Disney kids. By the way, this film is done by New Line. That'll come back a little bit in like a few minutes, so that's why I'm bringing this up. So anyway... The film starts off with Terry in high school and we're seeing her life and what what her life is like in her little small town or whatever. And her brother has his camcorder because of course he does. And he films everything because of course he does, including, you know, younger teenage girls because of course he does. So anyway, um, he's basically going to have this like graduation party when he gets home and Terry's like, you know, got to come home from school, blah, blah, blah. Dad's really strict. He's like, I'm going to go out. I'm going to see my friends one last time before I go off to college. So we cut to the the house and it's the mom and the the mom is, I think, Rita Wilson, I think is her name. She's Tom Hanks' wife. You know her from Sleepless in Seattle, other films like that. Love her as an actress. I think she's a really good actress. I really like her. Um, And then we have the aunt who 
She's in the film The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. That's all I really know her from. She plays the character of Peyton. If you haven't seen that movie, girl, it is a movie, girl, it's a movie. My mom loved that movie when I was growing up. She watched it all the time and therefore I watched it too. So it, there's that. Um, and then the dad, I don't know what he's from, but the dad was giving me like Green Goblin vibes like from, from Spider-Man. He just looked mean and menacing. Super hard face, but almost kind of attractive. It was weird. I don't, I don't know. He was giving me Brian from Backstreet Boys kind of vibes, like very, but but not really, not really, not really. Shout out to Brian, but not really. You know, sort of, kind of, maybe. I don't know. But he was, you know, very hard face, which makes sense because he was a mean character. Homie was just like not okay. So Hillary does trying to say like, I want to go to this this school. I, I want to apply to for this scholarship, whatever. I want to go to this school. Da, da. It's a performing arts school out in L.A. And the dad's like, you ain't going nowhere. Da, da. Of course. So Jason Ritter comes home, the brother, and he's like, you know, yeah, I'm graduated. Da, da, blah blah, you know, and. The dad's like, yeah, your sister's not going to this school. It's not going to happen. So he was like, um, you know what? You don't think Terry's talented? And you guys, this part stuck out to me because it just irritated my soul. The dad goes, I think Terry's the most special person in the world. Here's my issue with that. We've talked about this before. I think maybe, I don't know what we're going to do now. I hate the fact that he told his son, his son, on his graduation day, that he thinks his daughter is the most special person in the world. I understand why sort of he said that. At the same time, I don't. Here's the thing. You have two kids. You have two kids. Was it really hard for you to say, I think she's one of two of the most special, yes, I'm I'm doing that, special people in the world. Why? Because I don't know where this came from in the media, but why is it that like fathers like cherish their daughters more than their sons? And also, it seems to be the same way, sort of, sometimes with moms cherishing their sons more than their daughters. I don't know where that comes from, but can we make that stop? Can we really make that stop? I do. The show Wizards of Waverly Place is a perfect example. I hate that show. Not, okay, I don't hate the show. I hate the dad on that show because he went out of his way sometimes to show how much he loved Alex more than the boys. And that pissed me off. It just did because. You, okay, I don't know what, like, I, I, and I've heard this excuse, well, you know, dad's like daughter's more because da-da-da. No, shut up, no. Listen, your child's sex should not dictate how much you love them. It just should not. It just should not. It just should not. It really doesn't. Like, there are dads out there who like their sons more because they connect more, and I don't, like, I don't like that either. Like, I think you should love all of your children differently but equally, same sex or not. I think you should like your children, equal, love them equally, but differently. Yeah, you're going to have kids you connect with more. You're going to have kids you relate to more, whatever. But, like, unless your kid is just a terrible person, I don't think that you should run around being like, yeah, this child's the most special person in the world. And you definitely don't tell that to your other kid. Like, no. Like, <laughs> again, in this situation, I sort of kind of get it. But at the same time, I don't. Because I'm just like, I would, like, I'm sorry. But, I mean, I'm no one's father. But... I would never tell my kid, any of my kids, like, I think this kid is the most special person in the world. No, I'd be like, he's my child, of course, or she's my child, I love her, she's one of the most special people in the world, along with you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would throw that in there, but they don't do, people don't do that in the media. In the media, that never happens. In movies, it's always like, when the dad loves a child and he has like a girl, the girl's gonna be his favorite. Most of the time, the girl's his favorite, and he's super overprotective of her, but not the boys. And I understand, like, that part, maybe I understand more because he's a guy. He kind of knows how guys operate, but I, I, I don't think that, or he thinks he knows how guys operate, but I don't get the favoring one child, like, thing, whether they're the same sex as you or not. Like, I, especially when you tell your other kid that, I hate that. I could, swear, I could swear on Wizards at one point, the dad tells, like, Justin and Alex or whoever, like, you're my favorite kid, which I'm like, uh, no, we don't play that game. No, I mean, and that's coming from an only child. I'm an only child. I have no siblings to report or speak of, but I can tell you that like, if I was a sibling and even if I was the favorite sibling, I would hate hearing that. That would make me cringe so hard. He's like, no, you have more than one kid. Don't do that. I'm sorry. So I don't get that. I don't like that. Anyway, I just don't like it. So anyway, <laughs> um, Terry won these tickets at school from the, the creeper named Matt and uh, she like he he got these tickets to a concert she's buying them paying for them so you know the brother does something stupid at the, the little cookout for him which is only his family none of his friends have the cookout which I guess they want to make it like a private little thing but it's literally just his mom his dad his sister and his aunt like nobody else 
and that's kind of weird. It, it's kind of, it's, it's a little bit, a little strange. So anyway, um, he does something that makes the dad mad. He, like, the dad can't, like, fire up the coals, like, gets on the grill, and so the brother, like, puts, like, I think propane or whatever, and it just, like, it, the fire just goes crazy. And he could have burned his dad, like, he could have actually killed his dad, but the dad's like, you're grounded, and all this other stuff. So we flash forward to later in the evening, and Terry's singing, and the brother's recording her, because that's what he does. And Hilary Duff is giving her best shy performance. Okay, so I have issues with Debbie Ryan. <laughs> Debbie Ryan is an actress, you guys. Look, look, not old, like, not new Debbie Ryan. I have no comment on her now. I don't. But Radio Rebel, you guys, Radio Rebel. But, like, Radio Rebel. Radio Rebel was terrible. And... I loved, I liked Debbie Ryan in 16 Candles, was she, or 16 Wishes, it's the same thing. Was she perfect? No, but she was cute in that. I watched Radio Rebel, and I was like, I can't stand you. <laughs> like, I don't ever want to see anything you're in again, because this is painful. That movie was painful. That movie was all types of painful. Well, look, Hillary Duff, I, I wonder if she watched Raise Your Voice before she did Radio Rebel, because Hillary Duff makes the most awkward gestures in this movie like she gestures she just she just does she makes like they're just they're awful they're terrible and I I know like she's a teenage girl and she's being silly like the character of Terry but I'm just like these gestures are just uh, they're cringe I don't like that no ew so I didn't like I don't know her gestures bothered me it also bothered me that the brother was always filming her I'm just like that's that's mm." like I understand why he was doing it because he's like he's gonna send in this DVD so anyway so he's filming Terry and in his mind, and him and the aunt make this deal of, like, she's going to go to this college. It's just going to happen. We're going to make it happen for her, blah, blah, blah. So that ends up being, like, you know, the brother's, like, main purpose at one point. His main point is to get her into this school. Um, hold on. I, I wrote some notes. Oh, by the way, in the brother's room. So, again, I, I mentioned this film as a New Line cinema film. And how you can tell is that every poster in the brother's room is a movie done by New Line. So the brother has, like, this... He seems like a cool dude, but a lot of his pictures, like, the posters in his room are horror movies. He's got, like, Jason X on his wall. He's got, like, Final Destination 2 or 3 on the wall. And I'm just thinking, like, I don't I don't see that in you. I, I mean, I'm, a, I'm an all-over-the-place the person, too. But a lot of what's in my room reflects my personality. He doesn't reflect someone who watches a whole bunch of horror movies. Like, he just doesn't. I don't know. It's weird. So, anyway, he has all these... He has, like, Lord of the Rings, all these other posters in his film, in his room to, to, to help you realize, hey... One, he's a teenage boy, and two, New Line Cinema, go watch their films, whatever. So anyway, he sends out this like, you know, DVD of his sister singing to this music school she wants to go to. And then she decides to tell him, hey, I know you're grounded, but we're gonna sneak out and go to a concert. So they sneak out, go to this concert. It's a Three Days Grace concert, and by the way, Three Days Grace. I loved Three Days Grace back in the day. Like I loved their songs. Like I hate everything about you. Um, what is that one? Just like you. I can be me. I can be angry. Love that. I love Three Days Grace. I really, truly did. I love. In fact, I had a crush on the singer. <laughs> like, well, their first like two, three videos, I had a crush on the singer. I don't know what that was about, but I did. Um, and I just, I like their sound. They just had a different sound to me. I love his sound. So anyway, <clears throat> they go to the concert. Her brother enlists this guy to, like, you know, help her up, like, you know, like, crowd surf her or whatever. She touches with the hands of the singer, because of course she does. And then we're back to the car, and we're singing the song that they sung in the movie, and um, it's like, are you ready for it or whatever. And, of course, the brother, or I'm sorry, there's a car accident, and the brother dies, and it's very, very sad, and... Yeah, and it's funny because, like, the person who did the, the review, she mentioned, like, the song was still playing afterward. I get why it was playing, but it was also kind of amusing to me because they're like, are you ready for it or ready for this or whatever? Like, at, like and I thought it was funny because it's just, like, the next scene is Hillary Duff, wake, like, you know, waking up in a hospital room and we find out the brother's dead. So it's like, are you ready for this? Like, are you ready for the drama that's about to come your way? You ready for it? So I thought it was interesting. That was just me. That's just my take on it. But she's right. Most of the time when things like that happen, like, the music should stop stop instead of keep going but they didn't and that's not really a problem and it's kind of funny so anyway we wake up you know Hillary Duff wakes up in the hospital and her mom is like oh my god you know your brother's dead but I'm so glad you're alive sort of and normally Rita gives a really good performance that performance there kind of sucked and I felt like Hillary like Hillary Duff does Hillary Duff does well in this movie sometimes and then sometimes just not and 
I don't know, like, I feel like the crying scene could have been better. Like, I just feel like it could have been better. So, anyway, we cut to the scene with the doctor, like, checking her out or whatever, like, you know, making sure she's okay. And he's flashing a light in her eyes, and it just causes her PTSD, which is understandable. Like, you know, that's the last thing she saw was her brother in a bright light or whatever. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was so that's, that's, that's that part. And the dad, you know, he's the dad about it. And we just kind of go to this, you know, this kind of... Um, montage of her life after her brother you know the grieving of the brother and you know her friend not really knowing what to say to her she not really wanting to speak she doesn't really get involved I should mention that the movie starts out I think with her in like a choir she loves to sing that's the whole point of this movie for her she's a singer in this movie and so she's not part of the choir anymore she's just kind of given up she ends up going to work at the restaurant with her dad her dad owns a restaurant she works for him now and the aunt is like the aunt and the mom are like you still need to go to LA like you got into the school Hillary finds out she gets into the school. She's like, I'm going to throw this away. Her mom finds the paper. And they're like, yeah, you got to go. You just have to go. We're going to come up with this scheme where we'll say that you're going to go live with the aunt, but you're actually going to go be at school. And we'll do like a three-way call. So your dad thinks that like, you know, you're you're with me, but you're not. And it's just weird. I don't know. It's it's weird. I think it's a summer thing. It's a summer program or whatever, but it's, it's weird. So anyway, so yeah, they, they come up with a plan, you know, to, to keep the dad out of the loop. And she goes to this school. And I'm gonna skip other things that I didn't find important. Let me see what my notes say. Like where, I didn't take many notes because I just was kind of like, eh. oh, okay, before we go any further, Hillary Duff's hair in this movie bugs me. It just bugs me, it bugs me, it bugs me. Normally Hillary Duff has like really pretty hair or whatever, but like, I don't know what it was about her hair in this movie that just bugged me. It's because the top was so blonde and the bottom was like, like just a different color blonde and it just irked me. And I knew the second I like rewatched this film, like today, like I rewatched it as and I watched it like the first time, like 10 years ago and then, or whenever it came out and then I watched it, you know, now I knew this time around watching it exactly when she filmed this movie. She filmed this movie when she was doing her Come Clean video, which is off her first album, the, Metaf- the Metamorphosis album, yet she's singing songs from her second album in this movie. So that means they were like, either these songs are songs that she just didn't put on the, me- the Metamorphosis album she held on to, or she was doing the second album straight after Metamorphosis because she filmed this video around the same time. I know this because when Come Clean the video came out like a long time ago, I hated her hair. I hated her hair in that video. I remember like, I hate your hair. Like, I don't, pretty girl, great song, hate your hair. I hate the style of this hair. Like, what, what, stop. No, this is nasty. And it turns out, nasty's the wrong word, but, and it turns out she was filming this movie. So she had to film this movie the same time she did that video. I know it's, it's sad that I know that. Trust me, I know that it's sad. But I've said this before in other, other podcast episodes. I love hair and when I don't like when I don't like what I see I remember it or if I like what I see I remember it didn't like her hair in that video and so I know she was doing this movie around the same time so that means Hillary Duff was busy Hillary Duff was doing this movie by day and filming that video by night she was busy I don't know if she did the movie before the video or after but either way because I mean it takes a long time to edit a movie so it does kind of make sense that like that that timeline and I think the So Yesterday song was like well like done with at the time that she filmed this video. It had to have been. But anyway, so getting back to the movie. So she's going to LA. She goes to, you know, find the school. And we meet, I think his name's Oliver James. Is the actor Ollie James or whatever his, I don't know his name, remember his name. He's the guy from What a Girl Wants with Amanda Bynes. So, and at the time, Hillary, Lindsay, and Amanda, they kind of like cycled out their men in the movies. Majority of the guys who've been in one girl's movie were in another girl's movies. Like, Ollie was in, I think his name's Ollie or Oliver or whatever, was in What a Girl Wants with Amanda Bynes. Um, Chad Michael Murray started with, uh, I said started, not starred, but I can use either word. Started with uh, Hilary Duff in Freaky Friday. They starred in that movie together. Then he went to go to do a Cinderella story with, with uh, Hilary Duff. Um, and then one of the guys from Amanda Bynes' movie, or, or I'm sorry, yeah, one of the guys from an Amanda Bynes movie or a, a Lindsay Lohan movie started a movie with the other. So it was like, again, they were like flip-flopping guys around all the time. Like, it was it was weird how that happened. But like, every girl was with the same guy in a movie at some point. That's just how it was back then. Um, 
So anyway, so we go to this school with her and we meet this guy that like, he's kind of like a rock star sort of, his his hair is kind of weird. And yeah, like he's, she's like, you know, let me in. I just got here. You know, I got to touch base with my dad, blah, blah, blah. It's late, it's cold, I'm in LA. And he's being a jerk at the door. The only reason why he lets her in is because he thinks she's cute. So he lets her into the, to the, to the campus, whatever. And so she makes a phone call to her dad, the three-way call. And we find out that her aunt is like a wielder. She's, she's into wielding, which I was like, dude, that is awesome. Like, I don't care. Like welding, welding, whatever words. Hello. Um, it's late. I'm sorry. My brain is on all, like where all cylinders are not going. Okay. My elevator ain't going all the way to the top. The lights are on, but nobody's really home. Anyway. So we find out what the aunt does for a living. And I'm like, screw Terry. I want a movie about you because I was not expecting that. Dude, she's like, you know, wearing the hardware clothes. She got the, the jumper on. She would go. I'm like, dude, I like the aunt. So then, so then the dad calls, right? And he's like, I don't want you corrupting my daughter, blah, blah, And the aunt's response bugs me because she was like, oh, don't worry. I'll have your, da- your, your daughter doing this, that, and the third and married to a rapper by the time she comes home. And I'm like, excuse me. Like, it, what does that mean? So... Her reckless or bad behavior or bad influence, like, married to a rapper, I was pressed. And the reason why I was pressed, and yes, I understand that rappers are not just black, there's other kind of rappers, but come on, like, that's the first thing you think of. And I can tell you that her dad is one of those people who doesn't like rap music. I just, I vibe with that. I can tell he don't like rap music. I just feel it in my soul. So, and that's like, that's a stereotype that's in many movies is that like, you know, like the bad boy or like, you know, the, the corrupted girl who, who's with a rapper or whatever. Like that is like, ugh, that stereotype. I hate that stereotype. So that bugged me. Like, yeah, it did. Um, let me see. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I jumped something that I thought was hilarious. So I'm reviewing this movie. I'm watching it. And my, my dad comes in cause you know, he lives in my house. So he comes in. And we're watching this, this, the scene where the brother gets hit by, well, they get hit by the truck. And my dad says this, I kid you not. He goes, so is the car accident going to make her a better singer? I was like, what? That came out of, like, he wasn't watching the movie, but he was like, so, (laughs) and it was a serious question. He wasn't even really being shady, but he was just kind of like, um, is that going to improve her voice? Because... And I fell out, you guys. I fell out. Because, okay, let's be real. This movie is about a girl trying to go to this school to win a scholarship for her voice, for her music, her her musicality. And you chose Hilary Duff to be, like, no, like, I'm not trying to shade her. I'm really not, you guys, I'm really not trying to shade Hilary Duff. But she's not a great singer. She's She can carry a tune. If she's ever bagged it. She can carry a tune. But... She's not a singer. She's like, okay, yes, she's a singer as in she can sell records. But girl, she, no, like, I don't know. I don't know if JoJo was busy because to me at the time, I probably would have chosen JoJo. There are many other girls that can sing, but JoJo was the one at the top of my brain that I thought could have played this role. I understand JoJo is like a few years younger than Hillary Duff and even myself. So, and I'm younger than Hillary. So I'm like a few years younger than Hillary. So I don't think that like Jojo would have fit the role, but you could have done something. I, you could have done something with that. I don't know. But yeah, like I was like, Hillary's not a singer singer though. Like, and I mean the fact they have her in a choir, they have her like maybe Mandy Moore could have done this film, I suppose. Like, you know what I mean? That that's that's a different quality of voice. And again, I'm not coming for Hillary, I'm truly not, but you guys. There are several times in this movie when Hillary's singing, it's not even her singing. Like, fun fact, like, hello, Lizzie McGuire movie. There's another, like, this is another film like that where, like, they know Hillary Duff's voice is not meant for, like, the singing parts of this movie. So a lot of the songs, like, a lot of her, like, little riffs and stuff, they're not even her. They're, they're like, another actress altogether. And that is a problem. Like, if the main girl that you casted for this movie can't even hit the notes that you're giving her or whatever, then why is she in this film? It brings me back to Jessica Alba in the movie Honey. I have nothing against Jessica Alba. I truly don't. But Jessica, that move, that role was actually meant for Aaliyah. And it's really sad that she passed away, of course. But the fact that you chose Jessica Alba, why? Why would you do that? I don't understand why they did that. I'm like, I'm still confused. But Casting Hillary Duff in a movie about a singer 
it just, it doesn't make any sense to me. It just, like, no, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know why, but it doesn't. So anyway, she, you know, goes to the school. She's, like, clumsy. She meets her roommate. Her roommate, by the way, is played by a girl on That So Raven who actually can sing as well. And she's, uh... In the musical episode of That's a Raven, the, the one where like the music caster Paula Abdul comes to the school, so that's who she is. I believe she's also in the movie Prom Night with Britney Snow. Uh, I think she's in that too. Very, very cute girl. Oh, she's actually very pretty. She's a very pretty girl. I like her, but she, of course, she plays like the mean black roommate when, when Hillary first gets there. I'm just like, oh, of course they're gonna do this. Like, of course she's gonna be a problem for her because, of course, like that's just, of course. But not even just her, literally everybody in the school when, he, when Hillary first gets there, her character gets there is a problem and they're mean for like no reason which i'm just like is that how you think people in la are like is that is that the like it's the same thing in, in new york you know anytime you do a film in new york the new kid is always being treated like crap and i'm just like i don't know where these stereotypes come from i don't understand i don't receive them but whatever like everybody's mean i guess so the guy that terry likes he is like there's a girl that flirts with him like they were together last summer but they're not together now and that's another like point of conflict for hillary in the film because they're both singers this girl's a singer hillary's a singer but she's also into this guy and this guy's into hillary so there's a like terry's character so that, or hillary's character terry so there's a problem there um Kat Jennings or whatever her name is from uh, WandaVision and from Two Broke Girls is in this, but I don't even understand why she's in it because she barely says a word. Um, my dad pointed out something. Again, he wasn't watching the film. He was coming in and out of his room, so he kind of saw some stuff, but he pointed out that he thought Kat and Hilary Duff looked similar. I didn't really see that while the movie was going on. However, when I went back and watched the Come Clean video from Hilary Duff, I did see a little bit of a resemblance. I'm like, he's right. They kind of do look alike or similar. And if Hillary had dark hair, I could see it even more so, sort of, kind of. So that was interesting. There was also the point that the aunt in this movie um, looked more like Hillary Duff's character than the mom, like Rita's character. So I was like, why didn't they just switch the roles around? Have Rita play the fun aunt and have the woman who played Peyton in uh, Hannah Rocks the Cradle play Hillary's mom since they look a lot more similar. I don't know why they didn't do that, but that that didn't happen, but whatever. <laughs> um, we also find out that Uncle Phil from uh, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is in the movie. Uh, he plays the, the, like, dean or whatever. I don't know what he plays. He's, like, he's like the musical educator guy in that film. He's cool. We like him. Um, and then she has another teacher. Like, like she's got a few different teachers, musical teachers. They're going to teach her musical notes, but they're also there for the other students who play actual instruments and stuff. And... I don't know who her main teacher is, what he's like, what he's from. I, I've seen him in a few things, but I cannot pinpoint anything he's been in. But he's like this kind of cool guy on campus, whatever. Like, you know, he's kind of one of those people. Um, and so, yeah, that kind of rounds out the main cast. There is another boy. I think his name is like Kiwi in the film. And he's like a drummer or something. I could swear up and down he's been in a boy group. But I'm thinking of the band. Um, uh, my God, what was that band called? Oh my God, they're in the movie with with uh, Lindsay Lohan called Just My Luck. He's not in that band, it turns out. I looked it up, he's not in that band. But he reminds me of someone in that band. And to be honest with you, this whole movie reminded me of Just My Luck by, with Lindsay Lohan, which I love that movie. It's a totally different movie, totally different theme. But they always talk about luck and all that kind of stuff in this movie. Like, I, I just kept thinking of that film. I don't know why, but I just kept thinking of that movie. Don't ask me why. I honestly don't know. Anyway, so... Terry's adjusting to life at this school. Like, she she is still, like, processing the death of her brother, which she doesn't really talk about. So everyone's always, like, wondering why she's running off, why she's so clumsy, why she can't be focused. But she hasn't really opened up to them about, like, what's going on. So going back to that DVD her brother sent in, you know, her teacher's like, hey, it's the girl from the DVD. And she's like, what are you talking about? What DVD? Because she had no idea her brother sent this in. Because she had... I guess wrote them a letter that wanted to go to the school, but the letter was not what got her in. It was the last minute DVD that got there right before, like, you know, he died or whatever. So she's trying to figure out why her teacher, this one teacher is always like, it's the girl from the DVD. She's like, what DVD are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. So anyway, Terry starts getting acquainted with more people. She kind of becomes friends with her roommate who becomes like less bitchy towards her. Um, She's kind of friends with the guy who, like, bangs on things. He's into Kat's character, but Kat's character, like, has, like, no want to be with him. Kat is, by the way, like, her her thing is the piano in this movie. His thing is the drums. 
uh, the black girl sings the violin. Um, Terry sings obviously music. And then like the, the Ollie guy, whatever his name is, he's into the guitar. So everybody does something different. Everybody has like a different musical thing, but they're in all these classes together or like in different classes, but they're all doing the same thing, I guess. And it, it's a really cool movie when it comes to the musical aspect. I love seeing like other people like jamming out, you know, doing things together. That was a really cool part of the movie, but there was just a lot of awkwardness in this film, to be honest. And yeah. So anyway, um, <clears throat> at one point, the teacher's like, I don't understand you. You're not the girl from the DVD. And she's like, okay, what are we talking about? So he shows her this DVD of her brother that her brother sent in and she just starts bawling and she runs away. Hillary Duff does a lot of running away in this film. She runs away, she's crying. And like, she tried to explain it to the other guy's character, the Oliver character or whatever, like the guy who... Oliver, whatever his name is in this movie, but like she tried to explain it to him, but he like ran off when her roommate Denise is the, is the black girl's name. Denise, her roommate, when he she he ran off uh, just before she was gonna tell him because uh, Denise came up, and I guess like Denise has like some dirt on him about him being like a player. So I think he felt kind of uncomfortable that she was there because like he didn't want like you know her to spill the seed to like Hillary's character like hey this guy's kind of like a player, but she does anyway when he's not there, and she's like you know don't really trust him because you know he's kind of playing with people you know you don't want to get involved in that blah, blah blah, which makes me wonder if he ever came on to Denise. I would think he would because if he liked beautiful girls. She's one too, so who knows? But of course, and we talked about this. Okay, well, actually, I haven't posted this episode yet, but I talked about um, black characters in in teen movies and in movies in general, and why a lot of them never get like somebody in their film. Hello, I found another example in this movie. The black girl is the only one that has no love interest out of the main kids in this movie. Kat Dennings' character, I think her name is Dennings, sorry, but her character is, you know, the guy who plays the drums. He's in love with her character. Um, Hilary Duff obviously has the main guy, you know, the, the, the main guy in the, in the movie, who dated the other girl at one point, but it seems like the black girl has, like, no prospects in this movie at all. We talked about this with Cheetah Girls, um, at, at least for Aqua's character for, you know, up until the third film. We talked about this for the Bratz movie, the, the, uh, uh, Sasha was the only black girl, the only girl in the film that had no love interest at all, like no prospects at all. We talked about this even with the Proud family when it came to like Dijonay. When I say we talked about this, I mean I talked about it in an episode that I have not put out yet because I'm still working on it. But yeah, like it's crazy how much you notice certain things where you're just like, wait a minute, this person doesn't have a love interest like at all. But literally everybody else around them is like making out and talking about when they used to make out or whatever and she's just like not here for it. She's more focused on the scholar aspect which I understand I totally get it like the black girl is like hungry for that scholarship because she wants to help her mom out her mom is a fashion designer and we just start learning more about her and some of the other characters but mainly her and you start to really like her you're like okay yeah you were kind of bitchy at first but now I get it like it's all you're all about your hustle and you don't want to get involved with people because drama and Hillary Duff's character in this movie gets in a lot of drama because the other characters so I kind of get where the black girl's coming from she wants to focus on getting that damn scholarship everybody else everything else for the birds I get that so anyway I'm really not going to go into too much more about the film because it's just Eh, so let's, let's get let's let's cut to the chase here. So Hillary Duff is, is selected, her character selected for the solo because she's you know they they say in the movie that there are better singers in the film and that you know the teacher's like well I'm, I'll just I disagree with that like we'll see if there are better singers but Hillary was right there are better singers in the film than her um, and so he picks her for the solo because whatever the main you know the other girl who's with the Oliver character who who or who thinks she's still with him. Um, gets upset by that, of course, and again, that only adds some more tension between the girls. They don't ever, like, throw down in this movie, which I kind of wish they would. I was like, please, Hillary, just punch her in the face. Punch this girl in the face, let her know her place, but she doesn't do it, so whatever. Um, I would have loved Amanda Bynes to play that character, by the way, like, of the other girl. I would have loved that, because she kind of does give me, like, an Amanda Bynes sort of vibe to her, just a little bit, but she, she don't play that, that part, but whatever. Um, so... Long story short, the dad ends up finding out that, oh my God, my daughter's not with her aunt. She's actually with, she's actually at the school that I told her she couldn't go to. So I'm upset. And, you know, Terry, the Hillary Duff character and the guy, they kind of become very close. They, they work together on like a music project because everybody at the end of the year or at the end of this like three weeks, there's a, a, a final, like a recital and only certain people are chosen and whoever wins gets a scholarship. That's the thing Denise is like, like gunning for so anyway 
everybody, like all her friends in her in her inner circle and the mean girl are all involved in getting this like scholarship. Everybody wants it. So coincidentally, of course, everybody that she knows, like that she's friends with, she's come in contact with, is a part of this final. Um, the drummer boy finally gets with the cat cat Jennings, Dennings, whatever her name is character, they finally get together, and that's great, awesome. Um, it seems like the Denise, the, the black girl and the, the, the mean girl are kind of friends because I noticed at the end, Denise is sitting next to her and they're kind of making smiley faces. So I guess Denise is kind of like a mutual party. Anyway, so at one point, uh, the, the, the main boy is like being seduced by the bad girl and Hillary Duff catches them like kissing or almost kissing and it just like she gets upset, she gets mad, which causes him to try to explain himself. But Denise is like, uh-uh, that's my girl all of a sudden, and you are not about to come into her space. He ends up getting really drunk one night and coming back to, to the to the campus. And Hillary Duff is like, oh my God, you're drunk. Like, why are you drunk? Why would you drink? My brother was killed by a drunk driver and did that. Which I don't know if they ever go over that, like before, after the accident. I don't know if it's ever discussed that the driver of the truck was, or the big rig, whatever it was, was drunk. I don't know if that's ever, like, I, I guess it's assumed that he was drunk, but whatever, but I don't think it's ever talked about. So she just, like, for what I understand, she just threw this bombshell that he was drunk, and I was like, oh, 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 that sucks, doesn't it? Like, okay. So anyway, she's telling him that, you know, you know, the, the, the driver was drunk, why would you drink? So she takes him, she and Denise take him up to the rooftop so he can sober up. Um, obviously, he can't be seen in, in school like that. He'll get kicked out because, you know, there's no illegal substances on campus and you can't be drinking because they're all technically in high school or out of high school, whatever, like whatever the age range is in this movie. So anyway, um, they're on the rooftop together and she stays up there with him the whole night into morning. And they finally play the song I was here for, which is Fly off of Hillary Duff's second album. Now, I'm going to talk about the second album for a second because the second album, look, I don't really check for Hillary like that, but that second album, I hated how much I liked that album. Like, look, I was a Hillary Duff hater. I really was, but I bought her records, girl. When I tell you that I bought Hillary Duff records, I bought her records. And, uh, sis, I even bought her greatest hits. The Most Wanted album, I bought that. Yeah, me. Me, she mean her who don't like her? Yeah, I bought that. So Hillary Duff got my coin. Even though I didn't like her, I like low-key hated her, Hillary Duff had my coin because I was a low-key sort of kind of stan of her. I just didn't want to admit it to myself. I was a bigger stan to Lindsay because I bought Lindsay's records too and I love her records. But I was a stan of like low-key stan of Hillary Duff. And yeah, that second album, when I tell you the songs, Who's That Girl? Dangerous to Know, Hiding Away, Okay, Fly. <sighs> y'all, y'all, y'all. Yeah, like y'all. <laughs> I was into those songs. I'm still into those songs, girl. Who's that girl? I'm the one that made you laugh. That made you feel. That made you sad. I'm not sorry. I can't sing right now. My voice is, is complete crap. It's after midnight. So I sound like, a, you know, a crack addict. Girl, I sound like I've been hanging out with Lindsay Lohan a little bit too much. So shout out to Lindsay. I love you, Lindsay Lohan. Her song, um, Back to Me from last year, is still a bop. I'm coming back to me. I'm coming back to me. By the way, who do you... Okay, I hate to compare. I, we're getting too old for this, but seriously. like, I like Lindsay's voice better than Hillary's. That's just my opinion, but I did. That's just me personally. Now, if they ever did a duet, I would be here for that, let me tell you. Because apparently they're good now. Like, they're friends now. Like, their feud is over, which I'm like, thank God, because I need y'all two queens. Because they're both two queens. Like, Hillary Duff is, is a Disney Channel queen. Uh, uh, Lindsay Lohan is like a Disney movie queen. Let's talk about it. But Raven is the queen of queens of Disney Channel. Let's talk about it. Anyway, so yeah, by the end of the movie, you know, that we get to the final performance. The dad comes and he's like, you're not going anywhere at the last minute, of course. He's like, you're not, you're coming home with me. And she's like, no, dad, I'm not coming home with you. Her and the boy, like they make up, they, they do the final performance together. And everybody, like I said, everybody who she knew is in that final performance, like their own final performances. Um, And... 
yeah, so we cut to the end and she's like, I'm gonna like, I'm doing this for my brother. You're not gonna stop me, but I would really want you to watch this performance for me, please. We're all afraid of you. We just want, like, she was really laying into her dad and I was like, get him, girl. At the same time, like, this is a problematic situation. Like, I kind of feel for her mom. Like, why are you with this dude? Like, I know y'all just lost her kid, but if she says we're all afraid of you, that means mom might be afraid of you too. And I just don't know if you need some type of help that, you know, like, should I call the police? help anyway so we get to the performances everybody does their thing everybody's getting down whatever and she finally performs this song she and the guy have been writing together also before i get into that there is a montage of them not being together like of of being apart and trying to write this song because you know they're mad at each other and they play a song by keen and i love keen keen was my favorite one of my favorite bands growing up i loved keen like those last two albums like those first two albums hopes and fears and under the iron sea are two of the best albums i've heard in my life like i'm i'm being dead serious like an amazing amazing band i was so sad that they changed their sound by their third album i get it you're an artist you guys have to evolve but man like nah y'all that was the wrong way to do it in my opinion like those first two albums were classic gold the rest of it it's in the dumpster for me. That's just me personally. I love the first two albums of Keen. Um, and Lindsay Lohan even liked Keen so much that she had a song on her album called If It's All Right um, off of uh, uh, Confessions of a Broken Heart or like a little more personal. She had a song that was like a Keen style song on that album. Shout out to Lindsay in that album. That's a Bob album. Shout out to Keen. I love you guys. Anyway, so we cut to the end. Hillary performs her song that, you know, it's I don't give up. I won't break down, whatever. She sees her brother in the back of the room as if he's like there to support her. Turns out it's just a camera or a lighting guy but still it was a cute moment and another chance to see Jason Ritter so shout out to you Jason Ritter love you um anyway so you know it's the end and we're getting ready to get that scholarship and guess who gets it Denise Denise the black girl gets it because she deserves it she got down she got down when I tell you she got down in Disney girl she was performing she was sitting down in the chair and she got up and kicked the chair I was like oh you win right there you win because I mean let's face it if Hillary Duff would have won no like cute but this movie was more about terry's growth it was kind of like bring it on you know what i'm saying like it's it's more about that character's growth than it is about them winning anything they don't really deserve to win because they don't actually have the talent that you know that should be represented like everybody else on that stage had more talent than her like i'm sorry but it's true like well i mean i don't know about the drums guy but like everybody else was putting on a show right they were given a performance um, you know, they were fighting for their life. And Hilary Duff, her character was more about finding her inner strength without her brother, but also having a brother watching over her. That was the theme for her character. So her character went a lot more than the scholarship, which was only like $10,000. It was only a $10,000 scholarship. So it wasn't really doing too, too much, but still, you know, it was enough, I guess. Um, so by the end of the film, they, you know, they all go outside, they sing the song together. The dad's like, hey, I want you to come back here possibly next year, you know, because I, I, I'm really proud of you. It all ends pretty well. And we cut to a Hillary Duff song, another Hillary Duff song, which I thought was kind of dumb. I was like, I would rather hear the song Fly because that's why I, I love Fly. Fly is my favorite song from her and to be like off that album. And to be honest, I felt like it fit the movie so much more than any other song she sings in the movie, except for the, like the Hope song. Um... I just felt like Fly would have been a better way to end that film, and she didn't do that. So, and that was an awkward scene too. The the, the last scene where she's like rocking out with everybody, like it was just awkward. I don't know why I was like, I'm not here for this. Like you can tell some of the actors were just like, I don't like this song, but I'm getting paid. At least I think I am. Girl, it's it's getting late. Like I'm ready to go home. <laughs> can we go? Can we leave? Don't you got a you got a video to film, right, Hillary? Get on that train, girl. Get on the plane. Go. Get out. Like you can just. I did. This movie was just, growing up, it was my favorite Hilary Duff film, even though I only watched it like once all the way through, because I didn't really care for her like that. But like, I, now I'm not sure. I haven't really watched a lot of her other films like that, and I don't really want to, but I don't, I don't know. I just, I, I just don't know. If this felt like a more serious Lizzie McGuire movie, it, like it was meant to be more serious but it was it kind of ended up being more funny and awkward than it was serious i i do like what they tried to do with this film they tried to give me give us something that we can feel but hillary duff i'm sorry to say was the wrong choice for this movie in my opinion she was i'm not saying she isn't a pretty good actress she is a decent actress she is but 
it was the singing that threw me off and all the other like because she does make really weird gestures and stuff and I just I was like the script was kind of weird sometimes and I just I wasn't here for it like if you want me to watch a movie about a singer a young singer I don't think she was the right choice I think there were a lot of other girls that could have done this job better or what you could have done is maybe have her go for acting and not singing give like you know what I'm saying like maybe it would maybe she could have done had a different talent because vocally if you have to use a double for her vocals and she's supposed to be a singer then you ain't doing your job right so I understand this movie was a way to, to promote her upcoming album because it did promote the second album a little bit but Nah, sis, it just, it just wasn't for me. It was a no for me. This movie is, is somewhat cute. I recommend you guys giving it a watch if you've never seen it before. Or if you like, you know, you want to do it for the for the, for the the craps and giggles, then yeah, go watch it because there's, there's a lot of awkwardness in, in this movie. So yeah, go, go and do that. One of the most awkward scenes in this movie was when Terry and her, like the boyfriend are like walking on the beach. And um, he tells, you know, cause she's like, wait a minute, you're with that girl. And he's like, mm, some people just don't know when to let go, you know, when to move on. I'm just like, okay, but you could have, like, you could have vocalized that to homegirl and stopped giving her hope because you wouldn't vote. Like, why are guys like that? If you're ready to move on from somebody, just tell them, don't play games. And I, I kind of felt for the mean girl in that moment because I'm like, dude, he's kind of a douche. Like, he, he really isn't telling this girl to leave him alone. He isn't telling this girl that it's over. He allows her to flirt with him like that and not say like, hey, you know, we're, we're kind of done. I'm kind of into this other girl. Like, you need to bounce. Like, she never got the verbal okay to move on. She never got the verbal, like, I'm not into you. Leave me alone cue until it kind of came between him and Hillary Duff towards the end. So I was like, it's kind of on you sort of to tell her this ain't it, right? If you're not feeling somebody no more, let them go. Let them know. Let them go. Period. Um, and one last thing that also involves the mean girl. I didn't like how she was like flirting with the like with the teacher, like the, the cool teacher. She at one point was like flirting with him hardcore. And I was like, I don't like that's that's a bit much. Like that should get you kicked out of school or something. Like, I mean, she like she was like, I'm not I guess I'm not your favorite anymore, or whatever. And like she was just really like you could tell she was really into him and almost like making like, you know, flirtatious things with him. And I was kind of like uncomfortable because I'm like, that's not appropriate and you the teacher should have called that out and been like nah this ain't cool like this ain't it sis like especially in front of his classroom like I guess I'm not your favorite anymore like what I would have been like um you never were and um I'm calling your parents like that's really how I would have handled it because uh uh-uh like no misconduct hello I just mm -mm, nah not no ma'am no ma'am no ham no burger not me all right guys that's the end of this one raise your voice was fun it was it was fun. It was fun to watch, I guess, I, I suppose. Um, will I watch it again maybe in another 10 years? I don't plan on watching that movie again for a very long time. Um, and that's not because, like, that's not to, like, this podcast episode is not to offend Hillary Duff. I actually quite like her now that I'm older. Um, and again, I was a stan of her. Like, I was like, I was like a hater, but a stan of her at the time. Because like I said, even though I, like, I said I didn't like her, I was buying her albums and I actually bought and purchased that movie and the Lucy McGuire movie. Like, I actually bought both of those films. So if I did not like her at all, I certainly had her stuff. And I'm not even going to lie. I had a Hillary Duff poster in my room as well. So I was a fan. Like at some point, I was a fan of her. It just bothered me that she was so anti-Lindsay because I loved Lindsay. And I felt like Aaron Carter was the bad party in that situation and not the girls. But she didn't see it that way. So I was kind of like, eh, Team Lindsay, forget you, Hillary. But I'm going to bop to you low-key. I'm going to bop to you low, low, low-key. But if somebody put a song around me of hers, I would know all the words and I, I would gladly sing it. Like you played so yesterday in front of me and it's on. I'm I'm, I'm instantly a 13 year old girl. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm instantly a 13 year old girl and give me a microphone. I will go off like that is my song. Like so yesterday is still my Hillary Duff jam to this day. I mess with it. I'm, I mess with it. I mess with it. But like I mess with it. Anyway, I'll see you guys later. Have a great rest of your night morning afternoon evening whenever you're listening to this and yeah raise your voice you can watch it now i think when i watch it on amazon prime it's on amazon prime for free if you have the subscription so it's like free but not really free anyway i gotta go i'll see you guys later